Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome on in. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake with you broadcasting from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Across the glass from me producing today is the one and only Austin Horton and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. I talked with someone today who paid you a compliment. Uh-oh. Really? Yeah. Okay, well well you've got my attention. <laughs> my favorite he topic, said, it's me. He said he likes the way we disagree. Okay. All right, I'll take that as a compliment. Absolutely. And uh I said, well, and I said, why is that? And he said because you guys can disagree and not be, you know, hitting each other over the head. And I said, have you heard the incriminating audio I've had to do? <laughs> we do hit each other over the head in that manner every once in a yeah. while. Uh, well, but no, what, I, what do you expect from someone who always roots against his friend's teams? Well, exactly. I, I will say this, Gordon, that uh, that I 100% take that as as a really nice compliment for, uh, for our show. Because I, I think you and I have been able to communicate that way, even when we don't agree... Uh, uh, that way for a long time and, and remain, you know, not only good coworkers, but great friends. So I, I, I do think that that is missing in society a little bit. So I'm, I'm glad that we can have that with our show. If we asked our listeners of all the shows on the station, who, which, which partnership hates each other the most? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us hate each other. I know. I know. This yeah, is the only show where one host says constantly, I hate you guys. So. That is true. No, well, no yeah. words from little, the incriminated. Little, no, a little theater there. That's all. I just, you know, I, mean, I don't really think anybody hates each other. <laughs> but I, I, I think that part of our show, I'm glad it's existed these last few months, even though we, we have. We've had some trying discussions. Uh, I'm glad that continues to be, I don't know, an avenue to hear multiple opinions. I, th- I think that's valuable in society. Well, I told, I told him, I said, look, uh, Jake and I, we love each other. We can't, neither one of us can stand Austin. But other than that, you know, we all get along really well. <laughs> other than that, things are good. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Austin. Really. Oh, man. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you starting off the show like that because I'm in a terrible mood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's really I, great. I can guess at what might be prompting you or pushing you into that bad mood, but... Uh, 
You want to give us a hint? A, a column I just read on SLTrip.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything I can do to help, just let me know. <laughs> just just got through a, a really, a really something column online. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to serve. That's what I do. Oh man! So now I'm 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 just bummed about college football. I love I love college football. I love the NBA. I love all the sports we talk about, but my my first sports passion really has always been college football and uh, seeing what's happened today, you know, regardless of, of where you are on whatever topic, nobody wants to see this, you know. We can all find common ground on that, that nobody's taking any sort of pleasure with there not being college football in certain leagues. Uh, this fall, it's a it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. It's a big part of uh, the community, and uh, not happening in the fall is going to have some pretty significant effects. And and uh, not to mention, people are just going to miss the distraction, and that's a bummer. I wonder how much of it is really successfully going to be pushed to spring. You know, because that's what a lot of these conferences are saying. That's their goal. That's what they want to do. But you and I talked about it a bit yesterday. How difficult will that be? It, it, under a best case scenario, right, and, and it's it's I don't know how it's all going to work out, but certainly far from a given, these, right? I mean, it's certainly yeah. far from all right, guys. Just you know, hold the phone a little bit more. Football's coming. I don't, I'm not assured of that for a variety or, of reasons. Or Jake, is it just a matter of hanging some hope out there for people that uh, hey, don't give up on it? Uh, you might have to wait a few more months, but. Uh, no, 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 we're going to get around to it. Do you, or do you think? Do you think it's disingenuous? I guess that's the question. Mm. <laughs> wow! Right out of the gate with the questions. Um, yeah, I, I think it's somewhat disingenuous. Somewhat. I don't know. Maybe it's some like like uh, uh, um, athletic director Hart, John Hartwell. Almost called him Scott Barnes. Uh, it'd be like that'd be going back in time, wouldn't it? John Hartwell was on the station today, and he's he he painted a rosy picture because he he's he said he's an eternal optimist. Okay, yeah. so I don't think that's necessarily disingenuous, but maybe a bit, <laughs> maybe a bit. I don't want to say naive. Maybe maybe he's highlighting that portion of the situation because that's what he wants to believe. Like a yeah. like a confirmation bias type of thing. I don't know. So I don't want to necessarily call that disingenuous. But do I do I think that if you you got right down to it with these, uh, you know, well, the hard part, I almost called them decision makers, Gordon. But the hard part is the the athletic directors are not the decision makers, you know, but I bet if you got at the heart of it, they, they wouldn't quite be so optimistic. Let me veer off off the road here for just a second and ask you, do you think that optimistic people? I mean, is it better to be optimistic even if you're being foolhardy in your optimism? <laughs> Out there. There is no, a yeah. question with some depth right there. Well, you know, that's what I mean. Some people just are optimistic. That's what, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Wait a minute. It, it, there's a good chance it won't happen. You mean but like is it better? playing is it a better song as the Titanic sinks? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, is it better to be optimistic no. even when you're being unrealistic? No. I, you're asking me a really complicated question because I think that I'm somewhat cynical on the micro but somewhat optimistic on the macro. And Hard it's, to explain. Uh, just my overall view of society I feel like is is a pretty like 
on the whole, we want to love one another and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's this part of me that thinks that uh, who is the guy who lo- who wrote uh, Lord of the Flies? Uh, oh, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Sir Joseph Conrad, but I don't think that's uh, it. That's Heart of Darkness. But anyway, uh, Golding, Golding, okay, William Golding. William Golding. So part of me thinks like on the macro, on like a, or excuse me, on the micro, on like a daily interaction kind of thing. Everyone's evil. <laughs> <laughs> You think so it's a really self-serving. Co- everyone's out for themselves. Yeah, but then you know, on the whole, I feel like you, you know, we're we're trying to do the right thing. So it's a complex <laughs> view of the world. Wait a minute. <laughs> so if individuals are all somewhat evil, how can the conglomerate be good? Uh, let's see. Societies aren't, but people are. Maybe something like that. Or certain societies aren't, but most people are. Or how about how about that, most that people sounds... on the micro? Most people are good, but uh, there's there's some not so in there, and it would be foolhardy to ignore that. It seems that seems illogical to some extent. Well, everything uh, about my life is illogical. You just got to follow <laughs> along. I'll explain it to you. You know, I, I, I think I can come along with you on some of that because my experience has been through the years that there are a lot of good people in the world who are kind of selfish, but it doesn't make them not good. I mean, because a lot of times they'll come, they'll rise to the occasion. It makes them flawed, which everybody is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe everyone's flawed in that way, and everyone is fighting that battle to try and overcome that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mean to get off in that direction, but it, it, when we talk about these things, sometimes I wonder about the comprehensive way of viewing it as opposed to just our small little sliver of sports. Right. Well, let's let's... That was an entertaining diversion, actually, Gordon. Thank you for that mental exercise. That was good. Should we get where, to where the... Do, where do we think Austin falls in that uh, on that spectrum? Oh, Austin thinks everybody's terrible and out to get him at all times. <laughs> my, my, my whole philosophy is no one's got time to pretend everything's okay. All right, there you go. We got to move on. When things are bad, you got to face it and, and make decisions, not la, 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 zippity doodah. No, it's all, everything's okay. No. All right. And so what you're saying there is... That being realistic is not necessarily being negative. Correct. It's being realistic. It's being a good leader. Except what is realism? You're just looking at it through your own negative or positive lens. (laughs) What your definition of real is not necessarily mine. So why should I have to to buckle to your realism? Uh, If a tornado tears through this building again today on the anniversary, is that uh, good? Is there a good positive uh, message there? Or is that realistic for me to say, no, that's not good? Is today the day the tornado hit? I think so. Oh, it was yesterday, I I believe. No, no, no. I think it was was yesterday. Yeah, it was definitely August. Because I wasn't here, actually. I was on vacation. Would you rather that today than college football be canceled? A tornado as opposed to like a natural disaster? (laughs) Send us your open mics of things you'd rather have happen than college football be canceled. Are we talking about the tornado that had like pieces of plywood sticking in the walls of the arena? That that hit the building I'm currently in now. Where we're standing. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, but which, which, but that was like uh, that was right before Scott Layden. Le- it was right after Scott Layden left, right? Uh, I don't remember. 
Absolutely. You know what? I'll tell you what year. Time ago. I'll tell you what year it was because I think it was the year I graduated high school. It was 1999. August 11th, 1999. Yeah. Wow. That's today. Okay, let's. We need to get to the news of the day because we've got a press conference coming up at 2:30. We're going to air, and we might as well set it up with our opinions on the matter. Uh, Austin, let's get to it. Okay. Didn't know we cared today. Hold on. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I asked uh, President Thrasher and, um, and Coach about, hey, if some of these other conferences shut down, can we welcome their players to the state of Florida? Not exactly sure how the NCAA rules work on that, but I can tell you if there's a way, you know, we, wanna, we want you guys to be able to play as well. All right, Gordon, uh, right on time, right on schedule. Literally 60 seconds ago, the Pac-12 has made this announcement. The Pac-12 CEO group voted unanimously to postpone all sport competitions through the end of the 2020 calendar year. This is a long statement, by the way. Uh, I'll just get to the the next paragraph. The decision was made after consultation with athletics directors and with the Pac-12 COVID-19 Medical Advisory Committee, who expressed concern with moving forward with with contact practice. The report and updated guidelines of the committee can be found here. Uh, with a link there, and a full list of committee members can be found here. The conference also announced uh, uh, that when conditions improve, it would consider a return to competition for impacted spots after January 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. Everyone expected that. And uh, the, the Big Ten obviously had moved in that direction earlier, and those two conferences seem to be linked up. Uh, yeah, okay. And they're big conferences. They're important conferences. And we'll see what the other Power Fives do now. But uh, not looking too good. I think uh, at least two of the, of the remaining three are going to give it a go. Or at least the not ACC, announce now. Who is it from the ACC who an, an anonymous source said that they were, they were pretty positive that uh, they were going to forge ahead? But uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll uh, we'll see. I I don't like the decision. I don't uh, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think I think a lot of things could have been different in the lead up to this. I don't think the right priorities are being made by any means. And I know you you disagree with me on that, but I don't think this is about the safety of the athlete. Well, I am. I am, I do agree with you. I do make room for the potential for the reason being liability as opposed to the welfare of the student-athlete, even though that's what everybody says. But with this, uh, with these cases, <coughs> excuse me, with these cases that have broken out in the Big Ten of players who have suffered COVID-19, who have it affecting their heart, uh, that's a real area of concern. And I think that is driving a lot of the postponement. Uh, I think that might be the excuse they're using. I've seen multiple doctors out there who've talked about how that's a risk with any sort of respiratory disease, and that's been around for a long, long time. But it's just been paraded just, out as an but, excuse no, to do well, this. I know, but if it's there, if it's there and this increases that uh, the chance, then it also increases the chances of uh, being held liable for it. Well, I mean, I guess the point is it's always been there. And then the point from there is, we, since this is a novel coronavirus, as we know, we don't know for sure what the long-term effects are. And I, right. I get into the, the hypocrisy of now you're caring about long-term effects with, with football players? 
You're picking, no, you're picking they're now to do they're it? caring about being sued for millions of dollars. Right. Well, I, you know, far be it to, uh, from me to say you get the lawyers out of the room, but I, I don't think they are looking out for the best interest in their student-athletes, and they, I think that they should be. So you think they should have canceled the season because or postponed the season for the welfare of the student athletes? No, I think they should play for the welfare of the student athletes. <laughs> I, I think know. they should. I, I think <laughs> I think they should gear it up, get the means necessary down there on the ground, and make it happen. And somebody needed to show some leadership on how to do that, and we're we're obviously seeing that lacking. I, I find it interesting that the Pac-12 is the first in line behind the Big Ten. Uh, convenient to get a little political cover there. Well, I th- I've, as I said, I think those two conferences are linked up a little bit. For what but, reason? Oh, it just feels like you're alluding to something bigger. No, not, not, not necessarily anything like that. I, I just think that uh, they they try to mirror each other a little bit. But uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, they, whatever the reasons are, they decided to do it. And I think the overall effect is a good one because I think there is risk that you don't think exists. And I think ignoring that risk is dangerous. What about the the doctors the ACC are talking to who says uh, that the the risk can be mitigated? Well, the guy, it, it, doctor it reminds from the, me. It the, that reminds me of the patient that goes from doctor to doctor until they find a doctor that says what they want to hear. Well, how do you know the Pac-12 is not doing that? Well, it might be. I, I'm not. I, you know, I I made it through about uh, two and a half years of med school, but that's as far as I got. So, I I read uh, Scotty retweeted this today. Uh, uh, a doctor from the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, I saw it. Which last I I checked was a a pretty reputable institution who is not connected in any way, shape, or form to college sports, and. Well, at least it contradicted the information that the Pac-12 was uh, their their doctors were using. Right, but the Pac-12 has a bunch of doctors that are pretty capable doctors, and so does so, so does the Big Ten. So does and the ACC. If you, go, if you go through and read their statements, unless they are just bald-faced liars, they are saying that their medical advisors are telling them not to have the season, to postpone the season. And last time I checked, when you look at the Pac-12 and some of the some of the medical schools involved in that, it's a fairly impressive list. Duke's not so, bad I mean, either. You you can find you can I guess you can find a doctor that ultimately you have to listen to the doctor you believe the best the most. Okay, and since I don't personally know any of these people, how am I supposed to disseminate it then? And I'm asking that question because the truth is, people just choose to listen to who they agree with. Either that or they choose to listen to the people who they most believe. <laughs> well, I don't think that's mutually exclusive, unfortunately, in most cases. Well, uh, it, it depends on how how cynical you want to be, you know. Well, here I am getting back to the, the, the beginning part of this uh <laughs> the beginning part of this segment. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. More Big Show next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.